Yes, before we start the episode, big shout out to our sponsor, Herbalist Hut, natural health store. Catch them on Instagram at Herbalist Hut or the website herbalisthut.co.uk. Thank you. Come hear it like our old song. Can't rest, can't rest, won't rest, believing in the process. Every day's a progress, slow steps, I need my own clothes. Yes, guys, welcome back to the Real Life Curriculum Podcast, episode 35, big one. Today we're joined by Reese at the Brotherhood Legion. Bro, it's been a pleasure to have you on, man. Thank you for coming, talking about this one for a while. Um, but yeah, man, can you tell us a little bit about you, the Brotherhood Legion, how that come around? Easy boys, pleasure myself, you know what I mean? Like I said, you know what I mean? Been chatting about this for a bit. So, um, you know, obviously my name's, you know, Reese, you know me, and, um, you know, local lad from the Bronxton. Um, the Brotherhood Legion is Leicester's biggest growing men's mental health group, you know, official, certified, doing bits that actually I don't see anywhere else. Probably even in the Midlands, I don't even know, to be honest. So there's a lot of support groups. You know, we've been running for a year and what we do is the Brotherhood Legion is we open space for men to come and grow mentally and physically through inclusion. You know, to come out of dark spaces, to come out of, you know, environments that they might be poisoning themselves in and then to get some, you know, fresh perspective, get around some positive energy, get motivated to start setting goals or just basically, you know, ease themselves out of a, a rocky place. Um, we do fitness sessions, you know, it's every Sunday free. You know, I mean, I take them hiking, I take them camping. Um, you know, we're going coffees and the chats, but and then we also give back to the community. Yeah. You know, one of those ones. So like, we just literally last week was giving out um, sleeping bags, floor mats. We give out food, we give out drinks. You know, um, and that's one to give back to the community, help the blokes on the street and the women on the street, but also to also the guys that get involved in that as well. That's a added bit of purpose for them. You know what I mean? It allows them to like feel a bit more fulfillment as well, a little bit more engagement um, in their in themselves and in the community. So, um, yeah, really, it's like, it's basically elevating, elevating and raising the vibration of not just men, but women and youth as well, because some of the charity events that we've done have, you know, impacted women, they've been purely for women, have been for the youth as well, you know what I mean? Collaborating with some of the local charities in Leicester, um, helping out with their youth clubs and stuff like that, giving them, you know, setting up with clean cuts and, you know, the hashtag look good, feel good event is one of the biggest that we have. Um, for the Brotherhood Legion, because when we look good, we feel good. You know what I mean, bro? I hear you, man. Yeah, so that's a, that's a, that's a quick rundown of it. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, in broad spectrum, it's just it's a mental health service that's actually not just talking about the problem, but, you know, hitting you with a solution. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, when did you, like, think of it? Like, I know you said it's been running for a year, but did you? how long before that did you actually think and say, I'm going to do that? I ran the first one. The first one was actually bred in, in 2019 in lockdown, mm. in July. And I was in, um, was in a factory, you know, d flipping boxes in DPD. It was in lo lockdown, oh, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. And I was like, the, um, the real motive behind the whole personal training and the wellbeing coaching is that I was a professional dancer before this, isn't it? So I was like traveling the world as a professional dancer, living out my dream, doing my passion. And then um, lockdown happened. And... Um, you know, it got a bit all muggy in that with, you know, society and then with, with complications with vaccines and stuff like this. And then that started to ruin the business. And it was one of those, to me, I took a personal stance. It's like, I can go back into an industry now that's telling me that I need to, you know, um, put something in my body that I don't totally agree with, within, you know, things that I don't totally understand with information that's not really, you know, f fulfilling. Yeah. And then... Um, so I wanted more freedom. I wanted more freedom to basically take more accountability for my life. And as well as if it happens again, I can take something online. 
and then I can run it and then I can still make money. You know what I mean? Without having to kneel or anything like that. So that's really, that was the, one of the big motives to start becoming a personal trainer. Um, but, you know, people were suffering. I was suffering in lockdown. You know what I mean? Like everybody was suffering in lockdown. Like I'm living in, you know, like a studio. I'm in Nuneaton, I'm away from everyone. You know, nobody's coming out. All I had was going into um, DPD to see the boys and then you go home again. You know what I mean? And you're, you're in your four walls. And so, and then you have to, your brain needs something. You know what I mean? You, you need a direction. You need a point of where you can like push yourself. And I was like, okay, this is when I need to jump into the personal training. I need to dig deep into a course. And then um, I was like, okay, so like, what do I want out of it? Like, wh where do I want to go with it? And I was like, well, you know, I want to help people um, grow mentally. I want to give them the power to go and pursue, you know, um, you know, bigger things and, and, and create bigger things for themselves. And, um, you know, you, you accumulate all these things yourself growing, you know, yeah. if it's like morning routines, if it's like cold showers, if it's like, you know what I mean, that make you feel good and make you attack the day in a different way. So I, like, I want to share that. So I took four lads, uh, for like, all from different angles, um, lads that weren't knocking about of each other, some from up down there, um, Hinkley and Anita, some from the Brawny. And um, I said, look, for a month, we're just gonna do this course, the Brotherhood course, you know what I mean? So they all met around my mum's house. I had a little list, I actually found it the other day and it's just like, you know, you, you get up and you do like, you know, your, your, your 100 press-ups in the morning, you do some yeah. sit-ups, you, yeah. you have a cold shower. And then um, we had a, a midweek run that we had to log in. So we had, uh, you know, we shared that one. And then on the Sunday we'd link up and we'd do a, a group run. Yeah. Um, and it was like no drugs, no drink, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, not hundred percent, but you know, um, you know, ninety percent is better than you know, uh, you know, yeah, than yeah, no percent. Yeah. You know, so um, some of the lads stopped smoking, and it was just a way that they just got a release and they had a connection for that month. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, it helped us through that. And then it kind of went to sleep a bit, and then it's one of those ones. You'll find this as well. You know, when someone's like, "Oh yeah," someone messaged me. They're like, "Oh yeah, we should do this," or they were like, um. You know, he was there was a lad in he he runs um he used to do like lives and that about mental health and he was like, yeah yeah I want to start um, a Facebook page I want to do this I want to do this and I was like yeah yeah cool I was like just get back to me on it but and they never got back to me and I was like what am I waiting for just do just it, do, it. Yeah, just yeah, do yeah, it just do it do you know what I mean so and then I just shot on that and then set up the the socials and then the socials rolled in and then it was a point like November. And then I was like, why don't I just do, you know, some from free fitness sessions as well, see what's happening. Because mm. I was training anyway. So I was like, on Sundays, I would just open it up. Anyone wants to come and train with me, they come and train with me. Come train, yeah. And then it just fundamentally just kept snowballing and snowballing. So it's like when people say, oh, like, yeah, what's in the future sometimes? I'm like, bro, I didn't even know it was going to be here. Yeah, like, yeah, do you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just kept going with the flow. And yeah. I, just kept, I just kept keeping busy with it, with with um with the events and that. And then, um, yeah, so... I, you know, naturally, I've I've found myself here. Yeah. Do you is know it, what I mean? Is it the same now though? Like, like you didn't think you were gonna be here, but now you are here. Have you got plans for the future, or are you more just like go with the flow stuff, let it run its course, like how it's gonna? Yeah. No. Like, it's a bit of both. It's like I let things come to me naturally, but yeah, in 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 my mind now, because like it clicked after a while, and I was like, okay, then after it started getting some good traction, I was like, okay, then, like what would be like the end goal like what do I want and I'm like the brotherhood for me has always been like I want to build it to leave it ties in like you know I don't it's I don't want the brotherhood to be oh it's it's Reese and the boys yeah. now nah, it's the brotherhood I want people to talk about it and not even know me in an essence you know what I mean like so I want to set it up so once I've got the spaces and the buildings um I can have people running them you know in in, in the facility yeah. and then I can go and do my 
my speaking, my coaching, mm -hmm. you know, and then I can go, because a part of my dream's always been as well is to have, you know, that backdrop, that nice house with the mountains and with it. I want to take my kids in the streams, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. having a nice family and that lot is a big part of my, a part of my vision as well. So, the, you know, what I had now and what like I did yesterday, I spoke to you, I did my first speaking gig yesterday in a theatre. I sat in that room in lockdown, you know, with my legs crossed, you know what I mean? When shit's hitting the fan and I was visualising the best life that I could have yeah, and visualise yeah, yeah. going out to, you know, audiences. I was visualising having men go to, you know, walking out of the beach and doing cold immersion. I was visualising having classes of people meditate. And then, you know, a year later, two years later, I am doing classes at the gym where I, get, I sit people down and I like, make them meditate. I am getting the boys to meditate. I have gotten them to do ice baths, you know, and it's all... It's all here first. Yeah. It's now it's coming it's, into the yeah. reality, basically. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. And it's all just, yeah, it's all just materialising in front of me. So I know if I can think about it here and, and I can visualise it strong enough, it's impossible for me to not have it because I just won't quit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's inevitable. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that's always been a part of my dream to have that that blissness, that connection in, in that open space. So, you know, this, yeah, it's... I'm not. I'm not looking to stay in Leicester for the rest of my life, and you know, and, and run this. I want it to set up, and I want it to run itself, and then I want to check in with the people running it, and I come back, and then you know, support the guys, and um, just keep tapped in that way, really. Yeah. Have you had many like big organisations reach out to the page or anything to, to cl collab with you guys or something? Um, you know what? Like now, it's now it's kind of like yeah. you know, like this this past few months, it's kind of like people are like, oh yeah, you know like hitting me up and stuff like this and um so it's picking up some good traction now like say obviously the hot pod yoga collaboration like them showing me some love i've known natasha for a long time since yeah. we were younger them showing me some love um and just giving me some appreciation for the work um you know a brunch with a punch joe and that lot they've you know put me on their their platform now for that for that boxing thing that's coming up and yeah. they're gonna you're doing it what are you no, doing it, for it? Oh, okay okay yeah, but you're not, a part of it i've got yeah. two lads on the card yeah. Oh, okay yeah cool, so two cool. of my boys are on the card but we're gonna be selling merch there yeah um he set up a page for our charity as well so like the, so, the money that goes it's gonna come to us yeah um and then um obviously you had the show as well and then i've got the speaking gig tomorrow in coles hill so that's coming off the back of the work that I'm doing as well in for the Brotherhood Legion. And yeah, so a lot of people are showing me appreciation and a lot of people are like elevating the scene and respect for the group because of the work. Um, but there's been a lot of work, so I'm not, you know, I'm not surprised. And, you know, and it's, it's good because I always say like, you should be supporting your local. Like, like yeah, I'm all like, I have massive, massive respect for anybody that's doing work for somebody else anyway, that's being of service to anybody else. Like if you're raising money for Calm or you're raising money for like, you know, the, the, the charities, but some of these charities, that the national ones, that are already getting big funding anyway, yeah. and now they're sponsored by t-shirt brands and all, all this stuff. So they're just getting mega funding. Mm. Um, like what's the, um, what's the what's the one of the biggest ones? Mind. But mind. But yeah, and these but they don't have them in they don't have them in Leicester. Yeah. yeah. You know you ain't got the sports centre in Leicester for them. You ain't got the walking centres for for these other charities. What you've got is, you know, the places like, um, if it's the bridge, you've got the centre projects, you've got Dear Albert, you know, all these places that are doing great work for outreach centres, for alcoholics, for people that are suffering from substance abuse, people that are suffering from loneliness, people that are suffering from, you know, homelessness, mm. all, all these places that are small, small um, charities that, you know, around the corner from here, you've got the centre projects, it's a food bank on a Monday, do you know what I mean? It's, um, you know, in on the evening on Friday, it's, it's the freedom of youth, it's got like 45, 50 lads, do you know what I mean? Young lads, some of them asylum, but, 
well, a lot of them are silent boys, but they, they come on their own. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And then within the week, it's the loneliness and well-being groups that I used to go to. Um, and you've got literally every sort of human going through that building, yet they yeah. ain't getting a lot of funding. Do you know what I mean? Do you think from that, what you said, do you think the government and the council could probably do more to help mental health? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I think just in general, the government could do a lot more a lot with a lot of things. Um, you know, I think like, yeah, yeah, it's one of those things. It's like the government, I feel like it just tries to show faces sometimes, you know, mm. and I think the system, and this is me not talking from experience with the system because I've not been through, I'm not, I've not had the NHS um, doctors, I've not been there to, to talk to them about my mental health when, you know, when I was going through dark times, but a lot of people that I know that are struggling and they've been through the system and they've put them onto, you know, the one-to-ones and stuff like that, and it's just very formal, it's just very, you know, paper pushing and it's very like, it doesn't say, they say it doesn't seem it's connectable or anything like that. Um, and I seen a I seen a, a clip the other day, and they, they call if you go to you know uh, the NHS or something, they call you a service user. Oh really? Yeah. yeah <laughs> so, so you're like you know not a client or so like yeah, you know yeah. I've got I've got a service user. Just a service user. Like I was just a geezer using the fucking services, bro. You know, what I mean? here's yeah. another one. But I think yeah, I don't think I think really people can't connect with them. Mm-hmm. On, a, on a on a on a real down to earth level, do you yeah. know what I mean? They they don't empathise with them, and um, so I think that's probably a problem. But I think at the same time, I'm going to say as well, actually, there are there are places that are so you can get help. Mm-hmm. So say um, because I don't know the full ins out. Say maybe some of these um are connected to the the government. They might get a bit of subsidy or something like. I don't know the centre projects isn't like they don't get a lot of money from you know a lot of places, but um. Like there definitely could be more, more promotion or better, yeah. better support, better support for sort for some people. Yeah. Um. But and then you got to think, the, you know, um, it swings in roundabouts because sometimes I speak to the guys and they've been given a free twelve week program yeah. over PT and then they flop it because you know what I mean and they they don't want to turn up for it. So and then you know I, I talk to the guys in the streets and, you know, some people on the streets, um, you know, really want a home. Some people have been out there. I mean, quite fresh. Um, and some people don't. Some people are happy now. They're just living on the streets. You know what I mean. So they'll get given houses. They'll get given flats. They'll go on for a couple of weeks, and then you know their friends will come in. They'll all start using using in there. And then next thing you know, they're kicked out of their own flat because you know the 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 the, 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 the whole group of that you know the homeless groups yeah. that have gone in there and pushed them out a bit. So they've wasted that opportunity. You know what I mean. So there's swings and roundabouts in the game. Do you know what I mean? So you know yeah. not everybody that um, needs help wants help. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you you mentioned there like about you've not personally used like the NHS services, um, like even when it came to your dark times. So like in your darkest moments, how did you like deal with that? Like how did you get yourself out of that dark? I think the first like I think like coming up through college because I was a performer, a dancer. Coming up through college, I used I used to smash a load of gear like constantly, you know, Friday to Sunday. Um, and to be honest, I didn't see it as a problem back then, actually in college. It was like later on as you get later on in your, in your, your 20s and that. Um, and, you know, I remember I was living in Blackpool, I'm doing a show and we was hitting the bugle all the time as well. It was like non-stop yeah. partying. And I mean, like, I tell you a funny story. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I tell you a funny story. So this one's joke. So obviously I used to go away to get away from the drugs. You know what I mean? Yeah. I used to go, like, that was the thing that like, I would be at a raving all the time, like Friday to Sunday. And then I'd go on my jobs and like, um, six months, eight months away, and you'd, you'd be clean. You'd be like, I knew that I was going to switch off, and that I'm going to focus on the dancing. 
and I got this job in Blackpool. Um, it was funny girls, and um, so it's basically a drag show that has four male dancers. Yeah, yeah. it's like a, it's the biggest show in Blackpool. It's crazy, but. I go to this house and I've, I've booked this house in this room in Blackpool. And then um, I get to it, you know, I knock on and then <laughs> opens the door and then he walks me into the front room and there's my mate, my mate, and then this other key's up and they're all just raving. Like they're like yeah, they're no, in the yeah. middle of a sesh, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And I'm walking in there fresh and I'm thinking, Fuck yeah, I'm trying to get away from all this. I've mean, rolled yeah. into the one house. Yeah. The, the, you know what I mean? They were bouncing about. Um, and yeah, so and that, that energy kept for the whole the whole time. Yeah. Like that um you're talking about as well. Like shout out to Nick, um, the Greek bloody me, I'm I'm godfather to his kids now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're, really, we're, we're like really tight friends, but we, you know, we went through like, yeah, it was like, it was just intense, intense. Yeah. So I had to move out of that house for a bit, but yeah. um, you know, there's parts and you're just sitting there. I was talking and talk last night and you're losing your mind. I ain't been asleep for three days. You know, I remember one time I'm like, I actually rang my mom, like I was crying in it. And I was like, I got these voices in my head. There's like three different voices talking to me, like in third person. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. shut up, please, what the fuck? Get the fuck to sleep. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're losing your fucking mind. Yeah. And, like, ah, and I can't stop the voices. And I'm like, I'm like, and um, I'm going to work, no, no, no keep. And I'm like dancing. And you got to, and my heart's like in my mouth. And I'm telling my friends, I think I'm gonna collapse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just drag me off the stage. Um, and it's them points. You know what I mean? And it's like, um, you know, what am I doing in my life? I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm losing all this weight. I'm going here. And um, I think at that stage there. Um, in in empires, I think dancing was saving my life like yeah. constantly, like um, bouncing backwards and forwards with something that was like soul food. Do you know what I mean? Like I got to a massive release. Was like it was like my medicine, my therapy. Like I was burning the candle on both ends, like quite heavily. But um, luckily, the thing that I was doing on the opposite side was so pure and so like good for the heart that um, that I kept a balance. Because if I was going to a job like when lockdown. Um, I fell into like, I fell into like a month like I remember a month like I was depressed in it and this was like one of the first times that I look back and I go you know that was de that's depression mm. you know what I mean like you could you're upset and that like, I was like no that's depression it was like you know I'm, I'm laying in bed I'm um, in this small room I'm not getting out of bed at all until like literally I've got to go to work which I was doing night gigs all I'm doing is like Busting bare wanks, yeah. This is gonna take. This is getting, but people, I swear that people are gonna, uh, people are gonna understand this because you know when you're upsetting that lot, you're looking for like a dopamine fix. Yeah. yeah. And then like, I was just, I was like kind of numb at, the, at, at a point, but I was going through these emotions. I was, like, I was numb and I didn't really care. And like, but at the same time, I was feeling extreme guilt for not keeping up with like my studies or my or my thingies. Like <laughs> I was setting them alarms every yeah. day, like I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna and hit the studies or, or stuff like that. And I wouldn't, I'd hit that alarm and I just couldn't get out. I'd go to the toilet and I'd come back to bed. And then I'd, I'd do that constantly and I'd just be watching a load of porn. And then um, on the way to work, I'd get McDonald's and I ain't eating all day. So I'd just get work. I mean, I'd get to McDonald's, like just before I went to work and I'd eat like 2,500 cal calories just in one go, like trying to yam all this food um, before I went to work. And then I'd go to work, you know, put the fake smile on. And then, um, you know, mm -hmm. the good thing about work is DPDs. I'm loading boxes and stuff because, yeah. so when you do the physical exercise, it starts to release them you. good chemicals in your body yeah. and your mind. And then you start feeling a bit better about yourself. So, and then you can, you, like it lightens your load a bit. But and then I just, I rinsed and repeated that for a whole month, like literally for nearly a month. And it wasn't until like, I was laying in bed and I was like, I just accepted it. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? 
I'm not going to set an alarm. Whatever happens tomorrow is tomorrow. And then when I get out of bed, I want to just do something. I'm just going to do try and do one thing. You know what I mean? If it's if it's a stretch or it's workout or if it's um, you know, getting a cold shower and then I do a tiny bit of studying before I go to work. I'm just not going to put any pressure on myself at all. I'm just going to accept that I'm fe- you know I, mean? I don't feel that good. And then that flips it. That was like that was like okay then. No pressure then. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And then I was like, and then I did the li- I did a little bit. And then a little bit turned into a little bit more. And then, and then, then my, going, then my, then my groove come back. And I was yeah. like, okay, now I'm getting back up. And then, you know, I set the alarm a little bit um, earlier. Boom, boom. And then I'm up and I'm stretching again. And people that know, that follow me from lockdown, you know, I was trying to keep as busy as I could. I was trying to, you know, I was doing lives. I was doing all this other stuff. Because like I said, the mind needs movement. It needs, it needs something to do. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And that's why we get so fucked up in the head is because people ain't moving enough or they ain't, they ain't working enough, even on something like um, in, 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 with, a, with a minds because you wake up and your body's slept and it's gone, okay then, here's a load of energy and a load of, you know, mm. a, lo- a load of stuff to go and do whatever you want with. And then you don't do any, you don't move, you don't exert any of that energy. So then it takes it from the body yeah. and it goes straight up to the mind. Now your mind's on fire. Is that why you promote exercise quite a bit? Because you know what it did to you, would you say? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And as a performer, like, do you know what I mean? I just know the power of movement. Yeah. Like, I know what it can do to you. I know when you're going through a hard time, like, especially dancing, you can just go in a studio and whip out, you know, have a, have a session and it just, like, just revives you so much. Mm. How, how, did, how did you get into, like, professional dancing then? Like, how did that even start? When did you start dancing and all that? See, this is, this is one of my favourite, you know, favourite things to talk about. I'm not going to lie. You know, like obviously, I started I started dancing at fourteen years old, like body popping and locking, and I was in a local dance troupe to Braunston called the ER Chris. So shout out to Crystal and the family, the Shepherds. Um, and you know, I used to do it just because uh, it made me popular to get birds and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was one of those ones. You know what I mean? Um, I was in the carnival dance troupe. People knew me. I swear down. People used to come up to me. They didn't know my name. They'd be like, "Oh, you're the little white boy that can dance." Because I was only like, <laughs> I was like this tiny little boy. <laughs> Yeah, um, and I'd like Chaplin's pattern in the side of my head, you know what I mean? Nice little fade constantly. <laughs> and I'd be like in Zanzibar nappy nights like, doing the crit walk and like, you know, licking it up. And um, it was for me, it was, so, it was like a natural thing. I was like, um, and d- just for, you know, connection and stuff. And then I was like, I went to finish school. I was like, okay, then let's try, let's try going to college. I went to Gateway or something. I got there and they did all the tests on me again. You know, they did the, you know, they, they made the like certified dyslexic again. You're like, you have to go maths and English. And I think I was probably a bit embarrassed. And then like, I went into the dance class and they were, t- they were terrible. Like they were, cause some of them didn't want to perform. Like they were like, maybe wanted to do stage works. It's like weird stuff. Like, and they wanted to do singing or like, they, so they, they weren't a dancers at all. So mm-hmm. the one was, oh, do you want to teach some of the guys? I was like, I'm out. Like, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm not coming back to this. So I bunked out of college and I went and did a city and guilds painting decorating course. And these are one of those courses where you go to because you need to get out of your mum's house, you know what I mean? And you're trying to find, figure out what you're doing with yourself. We're all just smoking weed and painting doors, you know what I mean? There's <laughs> like um, the geezer downstairs who ran the carpentry class, you know, he used to bring four cans in the day. You know, he was a My. teacher, like, do you know what I mean? Like, he just <laughs> no. stunk a booze. Um, and then some woman approached me on the street, like on the way home. Obviously, people in Brawny knew that I danced in this woman called Diane, um, Diane Ford, yeah. So, uh, God bless Diane Ford. She's, um, she's, she's gone now, but she's a woman that changed my life, like, literally. Like, and um, she goes, oh, do you want to join this new scheme? It's called Leicester Fame Academy. So, we're taking kids out of disadvantaged areas and we're going to put them into creative studies. So, obviously, I was like, yeah, of course, yeah, of course. And then she comes back to me and says, like, oh, sorry, but the, the funding weren't efficient. So, surprise, surprise, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, but you were one of the first on the list. 
I've got a friend who owns a private dance college in town, which is LCPA and Oliver's. And, um, you know, I'm going to get you an audition there. So I go home, you know, I burn my CD and um, I, I do it to, uh, I think I did it to Flipside. It's from, um, what was it called? Um, you Got Served. I don't know if you've watched it. Says, no. you're little, you guys are younger yeah, than me, yeah. but this is, this is like the elite dance movie, yeah? This is like the elite dance movie. And um, so I went and burned my CD off, you know, back in the, you lot, you don't burn CDs off now, do you? No, know? Yeah, no, <laughs> so no. I burn my CD off and I go to the audition and the CD don't work because I burn it off on a wrong on a wrong format. And then, so I have to do it to my phone, my mobile phone. My. Yeah, and then I'm talking like the Samsung card, like, you know, <laughs> these first original yeah. ones. So my mum puts it on. And I do it, and then I get the I get the scholarship, the three year scholarship, Sick. and um, so you know when you look at like step up, you see you know step yeah, up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I did that the Billy Elliot step up story is my story, but okay. like you know ain't a movie, do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So like she you know like, I rolled in there on my first day, and I've, I'm I'm all in my black tracky and that lot. I got my cap on. I used to wear flat caps bare. Yeah. I had my postcode on the side of my cap, you know, because I was about that. You know, was Ellie Free, you know what I mean? Like, I Ellie Free, like Ellie Free. <laughs> Probably thought I was like a little yeah. G or so, proper wasn't. Um, but I was like, like I said, I was only small, so I think I had a bit of a small man syndrome. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like a big, I was a big personality, but I was small. But um, so I'm like sitting there in the back thinking all these like little posh kids and that. But you realise actually everyone's just a normal human being. Do you know what I mean? But I did, yeah, I did the three years of, um, of college in early, um, out late. And um, yeah, that was like the beginning of my, my world changing, and then and then obviously I got into the drugs in college as well, which was you know obviously the the other dark side of the yin and yang. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? God was blessing me with the best opportunity, but He was also testing me all the way through it. And you know I didn't really succeed to the point that I could have um, within that chapter of my life. Um, and that's what you find as well. I'll go back to that, but that's what you find once you start getting smashing the gear and stuff like that on the weekend. You're like, okay, then I got all this energy. I got all this energy now and all this time. And then that's what, I, um, and then you can start creating something great. And that's what's happening now. But that's why people relapse because they don't find anywhere to put their energy. They don't find anywhere to put, you know, get progressive on something. So they fall back into the old habits that they used to go or the old environments because they, that's their environment, that's their life. Do you know what I mean? So it's they find hard to transition out of it. But um, yeah, I did that, did the dancing um, and, you know, graduated. And I remember like my first job was on a cruise ship. Yeah. What, and dancing, yeah? Yeah, dancing on a cruise ship, you know what how I mean? Long, how long was the cruise? Um, it was eight months around the Caribbean. Yeah, sick. Yeah, I bro, like, I've been, I, did, I did them for four and a half years. I've been around the Caribbean, both sides, like uh, all the little islands. Yeah. Um, and did you get to go off as well? Like, see all, it, all the yeah, time. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I've seen these islands many days all the time. Like yeah. people that you say, yeah, you get off all the time oh, for like half the day, like sometimes for the whole day, you know? Yeah. We did it overnight or in Havana every two weeks. Do you know what I mean? On the North American side. I'm dancing in massive mansions, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like with the with the craziest kind of, you know what I mean? The craziest energy. But um, I remember rolling up, we got off and it was in uh, Tenerife. I think the ship was in, in dock before we did the transatlantic sail. And I never seen a cruise ship before. You know, I'm just, I'm this brawny kid, you know what I mean? No, no one's been to private college, you know what I mean? In my, in my block, my community paid for my dance gear as well. I didn't say that, but you know, it was like a real wholesome thing. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, like I said last night in the speech, where I'm from, kids don't get influenced to chase their dreams and be entrepreneurs. Like, you weren't getting taught that um, it, when, you know, we were kids and that lot. And, and the brawn is not the worst place to live, but when I was, when we were younger, you know, there weren't silent nights. It was the helicopter over the, your house, you know what I mean? Rob cars being burnt out on the park, you know what I mean? Um, 
you get influenced by the drug dealers in the street geezers, you know, the blokes that have got the nicest money. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was a little shoplifter when I was a kid as well in school because you've seen all these, I see, I was watching all these people get money and I wanted some money, you know, so I was like 14, I was like, yeah, just like, yeah, just that's that was that was the gig. But so that life was parallel to, you know, waking up and watching the sunset in Barbados every Sunday on, on, a, on a mansion on the sea. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Be um, going to restaurants, watching shows every night, full, full tap food, you know, all, all this, you know, wearing suits all the time. Um, I cried the first time I seen the ship because like, I was just rolling up in the, in, in the coach. I'm like, bro, that's gonna be my house for like eight months. Mm. You know what I mean? I seen it in the distance. I'm like, this is unreal. I don't yeah. even, I, I couldn't even imagine it when I was a kid. And then it landed on my lap and I think that's what blew my mind. Mm. And then, I'm, then my, br my brain's working. Well, if I can do this, what else? Can what I do? Can, yeah, yeah, yeah. What else can I do? And that's why I'm like, when I teach um, the guys and that, like, I'm trying to explain to them, you know, actually, you, you can smash the, the glass ceiling. You know, it's endless. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you're willing to create, we are the creators of our life. Now we just got to apply ourselves to it and then just move authentically and, and you know, and, and be, or, you know what I mean? Even be willing to be vulnerable and not, you know, be, you know, because people are so worried about what people are going to think about them. The magic things happen for you. You don't even understand how great your life can be, mm -hmm. and but it will just it will just happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then I've I've done ten years traveling the world. Um. Sick. You know, working in prestigious five star hotels. You know, there's a place in Sunny Resorts in Greece that I'm going back to on holiday in a week, and it's like a it's a big massive like village kind of pretty much, but it's like it's like, you have like you have like um Emirates you know, royalty coming to stay there. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I was shaking hands with famous football players, with actors and that lot come and see the show all the time. Like, do you know what I mean? Um, and yeah, like I said, yeah, waking up, the, the sea is literally a hundred meters away from my, mm -hmm. the, the little house that I'm living in that they put you in. So I was going out fresh in the morning, not even had a shower, going for a swim. That's it, nah, that's the life there, yeah. Yeah, that's And then the I was one, coming man. back to the bro the brooding. <laughs> sitting back in my uncle's gap just funny yeah. you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean like, it's the fucking yeah. parallel universes what was that transition like though like going like all that time out and sea on these cruise ships and then bang back to Bronson now um but it was it's it's you know when you know it's when you're comfortable with it it's casual in it mm. and then you kind of I kind of buzzed off it sometimes at the beginning anyway because like, I used to miss the bro I used to miss my boys from the Bronxton. Mm. And um, I used to miss, it was weird, I used to miss just like walking down the, the streets at night time, you know, like, because we used to knock about on the streets so much. Yeah. And like, uh, like, I remember I used to miss like, yeah, just like, that feeling of like the rain hitting me in the face and like, it was like being out like, just like doctors or certain me and my boys. Because I never met, I was, I've worked for a, a long time. Like, I've never been in a, in, a, um, in a group of dancers where I've met another kid from the council that was like me. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, I'd let you know to vibe off. So even though I was surrounded by a lot of people and I'm a people person, you know, sometimes you can still feel lonely. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you just can't, you know, sometimes can't. you can't connect on a real, real level with yeah, some yeah. people. Didn't change if, you as a person then going out there and in the high end kind of stuff? Nah, nah, you know what I mean? Like, and that's what people love me, I think. You yeah, know, yeah, it yeah. changed the way I spoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because you can't go on cruise ships like, yo, seeing what you saying, fam. <laughs> you, know I mean? like, you know what I mean? Like, that's mud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, you can't be going around. Uh, you got to you got to use your P's and your Q's. Yeah. And going through college, just in general, learned me how to be a man a bit more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I used to like, walking around my pants you know, down my ass and fucking just talking, um, gorging a lot of the time. And then they taught me how to stand up straight. You know, they t they taught me you know responsibilities, accountabilities to a point. And um, yeah, just you know, 
and and then you further progress that as as you get older and you're doing the other jobs yeah you, you can't walk around a cruise ship just be like you've got to be really respectful how you doing ma'am how you doing sir you know what mm-hmm. i mean um and that's a blessing it's a blessing yeah. to be able to you know it's like l- last night i did that speaking gig um it um the coffee with sam live so shout out to sam thompson as well and you know one of the best compliments that i got and i got it a lot is um and even my friend said it is you know the way you articulate yourself now is massively different you know what i mean and uh, from when i used to first start doing the videos and doing the, the speaking like that because like, of us we're, like, we're obviously we're on a we're on a very same level so I, you know sometimes we're having a chin wagging that lot and we're talking about our stuff but if i'm in a i can be in a room as well and i know how to hold myself yeah, you know yeah. what i mean but i don't can, i don't liquidize the same maybe the conversation yeah. is just mm-hmm. a little different do you know yeah, what i mean yeah. but the energy is all the same like i'm proud of you know Bronson. i'm proud of coming from Bronson and, and achieving what i achieve mm-hmm. um and yeah, so you know, and I think that's a part of what makes me likable is that I'm I'm loud, I'm I'm quite, you know, I'm down to earth and I'm a bit of a lad, you know what I mean? Yeah. So in in that industry as well. Yeah. So yeah, I don't it, it changed like obviously it, we, you know, we're meant to change in life, aren't we? Yeah, probably, like this is like, people I don't think people understand sometimes they don't they don't get it. It's like you meet people and they're like, Oh lady's gotta take me for me. This is this is me. I'm like yeah. well, you're gonna get stuck for a long time then because you know, the, that's not how the world works. Like yeah. you've got to revolve. Like it's not a bad thing to be saying, okay, then you know, even like changing the way you you, you walk, you talk, and you look, like to to an extent, if you want to go to a different place, a, a different stage in your life where you want to, if you if it's business, especially, you you know, you can't walk into rooms dressed like Ali G. You know what I mean? It's a movie. <laughs> yeah. It's not real life. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No, no. I say that actually. You know, obviously, if you're a rapper, like, like you're gonna get away with it, yeah, but. Yeah. And it's even like with smoking weed, just say, because rappers, let's use rappers, because I've got a lot of friends that smoke wood. And I'm like, bro, if you're a creative, if you're a rapper, you can smoke weed all day. You know what I mean? Smoke weed, so, you know, you get creative, you can write bars and that stuff. Mm. But if you're getting up and you're doing some literature and you've got to, you know, set an essay or something like that, smoking wood all day is not going to help you. You know, it's not going to help you write down that thousand word essay or 10,000 word essay. Um, So... Chat GBT now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Everybody's looking at it, I don't know. Um, So I know know a few people and I love it for PT. I ain't even going to lie because you can just like, Bosh, send me a three-day program. Let's make it, you know, quad heavy or something and it will literally bump. It will like, it will just go bop, 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 bop. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. Copper, canvas, print. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> and then we just tweet bits and that lot. But this is uh, that's how you grow smart. You use technology. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? What did um, what did Prince say? Don't don't get on a computer. Don't let the computer get on you. But that, then again, that's a different conversation because you know it's fucking. I'm I'm also attached to my phone like it's like my, you know another arm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is I have to be conscious about. But you know you know when you do stuff like this, mm. you know it's it's my business. I try, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. it's. Per, predominantly um it's mostly like you know it's all good stuff that i'm doing but mm. and then i'll spend an hour or an hour and a half i'll get trapped you know sitting down when i actually yeah. relax and then Everyone's i'm just like, like that, boom yeah, yeah. It gets like that man but it does me in sometimes no 100 percent. you know with your um so like you know the dancing professional dancing going all around the world even like setting up the brotherhood legion where it is now do you ever like sit back and like celebrate your wins or like do anything to celebrate your wins or achievements yeah like i think yeah, I I like I'm gonna like tomorrow night I'll probably have a glass of whiskey like tomorrow I mean tonight once I've done this talk again, um, and 
you know, when like I, I do affirmations and stuff like that a lot of the time and people say, oh, do you, like you need time off. You're like my time off is like taking a lad's hiking and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, when I'm sitting down with them and we're having a coffee, we're chatting and, like, and I reflect a lot on, on some of them. And yeah, I think uh, on a, on a regular basis, I tap into myself and I, I you know, have self-conversations and I'll be like, just like yesterday when I, I had the, the talk, I was nervous a bit. Mm. And you have to sit down and you go, actually, no, you, you put yourself here. Okay. You know, the reason you've got this opportunity, the reason that you're in the place that you are right now to share and um, have these experiences is because of the hard work you've done. So I literally coach myself constantly. Do you know what I mean? And mm. I think this is like, if you haven't got, if you haven't got the influences around you, then you can create them, you know, like, yeah. I've literally, you know, if it's Jim Ron, if it's, you know, Bob Proctor, if it's Tony Robinson, Mel Robinson, if it's, you know, um, Zig Ziglar, you know, yeah. you know, I've got a podcast full of people in my phone. They are literally like my circle, you know what I mean? E.T., you know, um, all of them. So Les Brown, you know, and when I'm when I'm struggling a bit or in the morning, I need a boost. I'll put one of them on and it will get me hyped and that lot. Yeah. And then you'll, they'll talk about being connected to, you know, just yourself and ways of like struggle and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I do sit back and I go, you know, I'm, pr I'm proud. Like, and I see, I see the boys like I got lads in my group that, you know, I got lads in my group that would send me pictures of knives. Yeah. Saying, mm -hmm. give me courage to finish it. And then them same lads now, I see them rolling up with other lads and they're taking leadership roles. Mm -hmm. They're, you know, showing these guys how to move forward, how to step forward. Yeah. And they're turning into savages. Their behavior's changing, their attitude changing, mm -hmm. their habits are changing. And the whole thought process and their belief system is, is flipped. Mm -hmm. And um, I see them people and I'm like, bro, it just gets me so emotional. <laughs> so emotional that, I, like, I, that, that, that hits me and I'm like, that's, yeah, yeah. that's my gift. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's my reward. Um, and I don't do it for me. Do you know what I mean? I don't do it for that reward for me. Um, but that's the blessing and that's the reward that you do get for, for stuff. And I do feel proud of that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I do. I feel very proud of that. Um, yeah. So I am, my, I am my own motivator yeah. at the same time. Yeah. yeah. But you can be your own critic as well. I, w I want to touch up on uh, the challenge that you boys did. Oh, yeah. Dion told me about it. Mate. The four by. Four by four, yeah, four, four yeah. yeah, yeah. What, yeah. what was that like for you? Because obviously, I know what it was like for Dion because he described every bit to me. So, what was it like for you, and what was the reason behind it? So, um, you know, we just like challenge. You know, in that mindset, anyway, that you just want to keep pushing yourself yeah, and challenge yeah. yourself. And I'm a big David Goggins fan as well. Um, I feel like most of the world is nowadays yeah, as well. Yeah. You know, which is a big positive. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Um, but we was like my friend. Um, Andrew that you know he, we come up he, he went to the same dance college as me you know his his son was struggling his son had cancer you know Jaden your know, bless his soul and you know I just wanted to do some to give him some support you know show him the, the, the brotherhood's behind him and um, you know it's that was a great way for Camarado it was a great way to raise some awareness and then to you know pick up some funds and stuff like that for Jaden um, and then just, yeah, just try and lighten the load and see if we can raise the vibration of that situation. You know, we got him, you know, some vouchers to go to. You know, there's a big toy shop um, just in Foss Park as well. And, you know, go around, he could pick some toys up and stuff like that. Just try, you know, lighten the load for your brother. You know what I mean? And that was like the emphasis on it. And that was like the, the motive um, to support Andrew. And then, um, you know, it's also a really fun thing to do. So it was a really fun thing for the guys to do as well, to, to push yourself to your limits. 
And um, yeah, Rene, by that Rene, I was thinking, I don't know what, what I've done here, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a slap it was in the face, though, it? Yeah. I think it was like, you know, when they took that hour off you, oh, that it was, was that the worst, it was oh, like, honestly, yeah, they that took was, that hour off you. We were like, like, you've been bitch, it's like you didn't even sleep, like you just blinked, clocks go, yeah, that was like the worst. Do you know the worst thing about that? Yeah, just before we go on, is like, I think because I'm sure that was like run eight, so we've done run eight, yeah. And that was my worst run. Like I wanted that as the moment I wanted to quit. Yeah, and I remember running back. And I'm thinking I can't do these other ones. And then the clocks have gone forward as well. So I've lost an hour. And I'm thinking I got to get up in one hour to go to this, go to Vicky and meet the boys and go again. I was like, fuck. I rate you. Though. I rate you because he, he was showing up on his own. Yeah. Do you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. the boys had was in a room. Like oh, some okay, of them. Yeah, like there was four yeah. of us at my gaff. Yeah. And then you were you were meeting her. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's even harder. You know, you've got to get up on your own. You yeah, got you in yeah. you're in the room on your own way. The lads, we were all like they're like, you know, giving each other support and that. Um, so I rate that. That's see that's like real that's real work as well. But yeah, so the four times four anyways, you run four four hour, um four miles every four hours for forty eight hours for the people that are watching might not know it. And um yeah, it's ran over two days. But it's and it's an intense challenge. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, no, it was painful. It was pain- After the first day, like, set in, you're like, okay, then we're in this now. Okay, mm, do you yeah. know what I mean? The first, the first times, they're all like, you're adrenaline, you're yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone's yeah, all happy. Yeah. Yeah. And then everyone slowly starts to break yeah, down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're saying at four in the morning, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Everyone's sluggy, but I think, you know what was good about that as well? Like, um, just all, like, having a group of us as well, like, having, because what I noticed is, is like, on one run, for example, I might lead. Second run, you might lead. Third run, it's someone else. Fourth mm. run, it's somewhere else. And there's always someone ahead of you, but it's helping yeah. you push and get through it. So yeah. it's just like, good how the boys got everyone through. And you look at the man next to you, knowing that, yo, he's struggling, but yeah. he's still going, he ain't going to stop. Yeah. So now I can't stop, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. So what, what, that was sick. What, what would you say you learned from that run yourself, about yourself, from doing that? Um, I learned... What I learned was um, just that, you know, people can be resilient, you know what I mean, when they've got the support. Mm. Because, like, like for me as well, because I stayed at the back quite a lot because with some of the guys, you know what I mean? It wasn't until, like, the last runs that I was like, okay, then, because, um, like, Nitesh and that lot, they actually, they was like, okay, we're going to walk some. We was like, okay, then, I'm going to run, you know what I mean? I'm going to run a couple, so and then I, kept, I, I led to the front. But um, a lot of it, I was at the back, you know, um, trying to just motivate, like, the guys that were just a bit slower. So I'm not gonna lie, most of it as well, like at the beginning, it was more the sleep, the, the body wasn't that bad because I, was, I wasn't treading that fast. Like, assuming you guys at the front were treading, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, you, you were putting some, some distance in, so there was a bit of wear and tear. But at the beginning, um, you know, I, I was quite underneath myself. So, I was, and I, you know, I got the, I felt like, you know, I had these brand new shoes on, I was like quite light. So I wasn't, it, like, my body wasn't hurting that much. But, and then at the same time, you know, cause obviously I'm there with the guys and I'm, I'm pushing it. My mind's, t- my mind's in their minds, do you know what I mean? So I was trying to just think, okay, then let's get them through it. Let's just get them through it. Um, let's, all, let's all make it through together. Um, and so, so maybe, maybe just like that's that, that part of, um, you know, yeah, d- just, just group mentality, you know, yeah, like yeah. just w- seeing people achieve it and then just you know, actually trying to, trying to as well, basically put my best foot forward for them guys as well, instead yeah. of just like, being on my own do you know what I mean yeah. um, because what we say in the group as well sometimes is like it's about the we not the me you know what I mean so when I make them run around B Park and that I make them do it in twos and I say to them look you know you, you run at the pace that the person's next to you 
like you're a, like you're a soldier so, so if he's mm. if he's slacking that doesn't mean that you run in front you stay by his side and then you both drop back yeah you know what i mean because that's how you get through things is you look to the person next to you like Dion just said and you don't think about yourself you you think about how that person's doing mm. and then that takes you outside of your body mm. and that helps you be motivated encouraged, and then you both lean on each other you know yeah. what i mean mm -hmm. um unconsciously and then that's how you really get drive like that's how you really get some push yeah. um so i think i learned that yeah i think um and i learned how hard it was you know yeah. what i mean because so it, it's yeah. a tough challenge man. yeah because yeah, yeah. like, the later it gets like, it's just it was like murder at the end but um, again, this year though. So this this March, we're March gonna do it coming again. up, yeah. Yeah, so you, we're there. Yeah, Kyle's coming this time yeah, now. Bro. That's it. You, the thing you, is, you'll do it, it now as well. Yeah, nah, yeah. we'll definitely do it, man. I definitely yeah. do it again. But I definitely say like, I don't know, man. I always thank you for that, man, because mm. that uh, you just we didn't even meet before that as no, well. We just said like, do you want to come along to this challenge? Come along. Met the boys and that is brilliant. And then, but like the amount of stuff you learn about yourself yeah. is different because like. You just find out how much you got in you, innit? Like you that, think you've got it, this much, it? but then you open yeah. up a whole next level of yourself that you never even knew you had before, man. Yeah. And now, you know what I mean? We're gonna do a half marathon in two weeks, and I'm thinking about, oh, this is gonna be hard. I'm thinking that challenge yeah. was way harder than yeah. that, so I can't not do it. Innit? Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why I'll nah. probably I'll try and think about you, man, running 40. Yeah, that's yeah, it, bro. Mate, it. it's nuts. But um, just to kind of close this podcast, <laughs> as usual, I always ask this question. Uh, I ask it to you: Is what's the biggest lesson you've taken away from your own life? The biggest lesson I think I've taken away from my whole life is that you don't need a lot to make a lot. Yeah, is that I used to get trapped in this thing is like, oh yeah, when I've got the right course or when I've got that amount of money that I'm gonna do this. That all the things that I did with the brotherhood, I've done with no money. Do you know what I mean? As in like all the events at the beginning, all the hashtag look good, feel good events. Um, you know, they all come from me just talking. You like, as in like asking my friends to cut the hair, going around and um, asking, you know, every restaurant or franchise if they could give me food. And then I'm um, just doing all the all the promo, promo in that lot. So, you know, I believe that, you know, if you're willing to speak your goals out loud and you're, and you know I mean, you're not going to, you feel afraid and you're, you're willing to just put the work in on, on a regular that you can just create something out of nothing. Do you know what I mean? But and mm -hmm. just step into it. Don't wait for someone to tell you that you're to stop practicing it, you know, like, um, so just to give an example, it's, you know, say if you say if you wanted to be a entrepreneur and own your own um, bricklaying company or something like, then just go and ask every bricklaying firm if they need a laborer, you know, or, or you know, um, search for all the free courses. You know what I mean? Don't 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 wait for the perfect time. Just do it today. Don't be a tomorrow person. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And then people will help you once they realize it and the universe will help you. Once you realize that you're actually committed and you're not going to slow down or you're not going to stop, you're going to find a way, you'll find a way. You know what I mean? I think that's the biggest thing I learned mm. um, because we, we get so caught up in waiting for something to, you know, someone to pat us on the back and say, oh my God, you're qualified or things actually. No, if you want to, you want to do, you want to do a podcast, set up in your bedroom and then start talking about whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then let it roll. Do you know what I mean? And then, yeah, that. And then another thing is my mom used to tell me is that not everybody's going to feel the same way you feel about things. So don't get emotional when just because you're passionate and think about something doesn't mean that next person is going to be passionate about it. Mm -hmm. It's your passion. You know, it's your mission. So if, you know what I mean, if they're not there to you know, help you lift you up, then it's okay because, you know, they're not going to be there to reap the rewards either. So you just keep pushing. You know what I mean? If it's solo or if it's a group. Yeah, so that's probably one of the biggest things, yeah. Love yeah, man. Yeah. Love, man. As always, just want to thank uh, Reese for jumping on. 
And a big shout out to Leicester Podcast Studios for having us. And a big shout out to our sponsors, Herbalist Hope. Yes. Until yeah, really next bad. time. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, boys. Yes. Come on, boys. So can't rest, can't rest, won't rest, believing in the process. Every day's a progress, slow steps, I need my own clothes next to